other person can have with your leg mark or scratch. Hey, good afternoon. This is David Kohlmeyer, the problem solver. Thank you so much for joining me today. Every single week, I am bringing on other problem solvers just like myself to basically help solve problems in the community. I interview different people. I also help people throughout the week every single day. 24-7, I'm on my phone answering problems, referring them to the right resource, whether it's a realtor, a mortgage agent, whether it's a lawyer, whether it's the police, I mean, whoever it may be. You wouldn't believe my phone is ringing 24-7. So I'm glad that you guys are here today. Every single week, again, bringing on amazing, great people, sharing their stories, how they're helping people in the community locally, even through nationwide. Um, again, we also have a progressive web app, which is the problemsolver.vegas. And on there, you could basically click some of the tabs to basically uh, get information. There's useful information, resources. Um, if someone's homeless, needs a place to stay, working with United Way 211, uh, Las Vegas Legal Network, the uh, legal referral network that we work with. So again, the app itself is amazing. So please add it to your home screen. Again, that's pro the problem solver Vegas. And again, every Thursday at 4.30, we're going live, and we, we appreciate you joining the show. Today, I have an amazing person to my left. We have Mary Grace Iniguez, who basically is with Social Registered Network. And I'm so glad to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be on The Problem Solver. So that sounded really uh, great. You're my new. Uh, you're gonna be my new commercial on TV. You know, at three in the morning. I can. Welcome to the problem solver. <laughs> so um, the reason why to me it's important to have you basically come on today specifically is that you run this great network. A lot of people don't even know about it. There's also been some changes since you've actually taken over the network itself. And I want you to share, you know, uh, local people that are business owners why it's so important. So let's just go jump in and basically tell me what is Social Register. So Social Register Network is a premier business networking organization, platform, and community. So we are exclusively for industry leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, and influencers. So anyone across the board that's a professional or C-level executive. Um, and we bring them together to create meaningful connections, build that quality network. But really, we're wanting to build a community where we are connecting, collaborating, and supporting <coughs> one another. You know, what I love about it is that it is relationship-based and community-based. And I think these days, you know, you see a billboard or you see something like online, you know, there's no relationship, you know, it's just basically a business, you know, you don't even know the person. It's kind of like going back in time a little bit. That's where it was at, like relationship, networking, meeting people, yeah. bonding, you know, and I love the community aspect because you get to meet people. And then when you start going to other events, if you're social, right, social register, network, you get to network with other people and it's social and a lot of people want to get out, especially with what's been going on with COVID and everything like that, people kind of stuck in their homes like a... Like in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, especially get to come out in general. So uh, tell me, um, how long has Social Register Network been out? So Social Register Network previously used to be Social Register of Las Vegas, and it's been in business for 27 years. It's amazing. That's a long time. Yeah, it's amazing. I had the privilege of working for the previous CEO for 10 years, and we were just here in Vegas. And then my husband and I purchased the business right before the pandemic. And during the pandemic, we went nationwide. So Vegas actually became a chapter instead. And then we have a chapter in D.C., and we're opening one in Orange County and so many others that we're opening in the next year. It's amazing. 27 years is a long time. Imagine that we went back in time to see like the first social register 
of Las Vegas. It was of Las Vegas. Of Las Vegas. Um, it would be amazing. Um, 27 years ago, it's been a long time. I'm here 20 years in February. So, I mean, it's probably been through all kinds of different places and locations that have come and go as well. But I think the relationship is the key um, with the network in general. What uh, what made you decide you you with the company for 10 years? You were like the assistant, right? I was the COO. COO. Mm-hmm. Got it. Chief Operating Officer. And then basically you decided that the person kind of retired. You decided to take over the operation, right? Yeah. So we purchased the business. She was looking actually for a buyer for the business mm-hmm. and nothing ever really aligned because she wanted to make sure that the legacy would continue on, obviously. Um, and one day I woke up, woke up and I was like, okay, well, let's buy it. I talked to my husband, obviously. It wasn't that, you know, that quick. You got a supervisor too. My wife is my supervisor. <laughs> so you got a husband there. There you go. <laughs> And um, he was like, okay, well, if you want to do it and it's something you want to do and we can do it, let's do it. And so we offered a bid on the organization and then we purchased it. You know, the truth, I mean, 27 years is a long period of time. You were involved for the last 10 years. I mean, who better to kind of take over that operation? Even if you put something on the kind of the open market, you don't know who's going to take over. So I agree. The legacy is very important. I mean, 27 years and you want it to continue, which is amazing, you know? Yeah, it was her baby. So she wanted to make sure it was in the right hands when she left it. Got it. You know, I remember, I already forgot because it's been a long time. I remember you being at one of the events, but I remember a few years ago, a mutual friend, we did the dinner. It was a dinner, which is interesting because it was at the convention center on the, um, Mm -hmm. what was it, Barry's Steakhouse? I was there, yeah. You were there? Mm -hmm. But I think they took down the hotel, right? I mean, they they took it down because of the whole convention center thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, that was a nice dinner. There was a Michael Jackson um, lookalike that's there. I actually became friendly Mm -hmm. with him. I've spoken to him since that dinner. I thought the dinner was nice. Um, I actually met a person um, back in the day was part of Leadership Henderson. You know, she was a local realtor. I really felt the dinner was nice, and I enjoyed it in general. And I, I did enjoy the events. I went to the one where basically it was a brand new home, a model home. At that was Brothers. <coughs> I think it was about two years ago, right before the pandemic. Yeah. I remember there was a metal bar. Like, it was a model home. I hit myself getting oh into the gosh. place <laughs> because I'm walking collateral. But um, it was a beautiful event. It was food that was there. It was catered, you know, like really nice event. So I like that you guys are always doing something different at different places. How does that work with the events? Like how do you pick different spots? How do you make these events? Because you always, you have a lot of events going on, even though you, you mentioned, hey, you need to come. Mm-hmm. There's so many events going on, which is great. Um, just because I got the three kids, so it's been a little more difficult this week to get out. Uh, but there's so many events. So if you want to be social, you want to get out, you want to build relationships and, and, and bring in business and create business, I mean, you have so many different events. So being a member, I think, is really important. How do you make these events? How does that work? So (coughs) it really comes down to a networking personality. So we have obviously mapped that out. And regards to some people like to network with over 100 people. They feel comfortable doing that. Some people like to network one-on-one. And some people like the intimate dinners. So that's why we have the different kind of events to meet um, different personalities. Um, But really... We, I've been doing it for 10 years and really just listening to our members and finding out what they enjoy mm-hmm. and then creating different events to match what is going on now, the trending. So right now we actually do virtual speed networking, which allows for members to network nationwide. So we have members from Chicago, from D.C. and Florida all coming on every two weeks to network with people in Vegas and Orange County. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so that was one of the the things that we launched during the pandemic, and that's how we were able to continue The virtual networking. Yes. I haven't been on there, and I've actually scheduled, I was just looking at my, I wanted to look up the dates (laughs) here, because I know we have social register networking events here at the Sticky Paw Studio, and I wanted to invite people, and I wanted to, you know, put out the dates a little bit. Um, 
but you made things virtual because of the pandemic. How many people normally go on uh, the virtual networking event? It's kind of like speed dating. Yeah. But speed um, networking. I cap it at 14 or 16 people to allow for six to seven minutes for each person to meet each person at the event because we only go for an hour. <coughs> How does that work though? Is it one-on-one -on -one or is it that you just speak to the 14 people? It's one-on-one. -on -one. So we've created breakout rooms and okay. then you go into a room for five to six minutes and then after that we move you to the next room. I need to start doing that. I feel bad. I literally have it on my calendar. It's <laughs> actually, uh, this is, we're going into the new year, but I had it set up and I just, I'd never made it. It's horrible. I'm and a it's horrible every person. two weeks. It's one and... You should suspend my account <laughs> for being a, a bad social <laughs> register network um, participant. All right. So the bottom line is so you have online stuff, you, especially if you're, like, you're worried about COVID. I know a lot of people with COVID, mm -hmm. they want to still be home. So you still have, I think you have to maintain that for a, a while now, right? We're not... That's not going away okay, I because like that. of the nationwide. Because of the nationwide. I like that yeah. point too. It's funny. Sometimes when you talk about it, you realize how important it is because now you have people that are in your other, you're opening up in different places like DC mm -hmm. and Orange County. So now you're meeting different people. Yes. And a lot of people in Vegas, right? They're coming and going to California or mm -hmm. even DC or business people. So a piece of probably network with those people plus they're part of the community. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like these referral programs that are out there like BNI and Latip that's out there, even though it's different. Um, I think people, when you create that community, they want to share and they have relationships. So I think that everyone's like, you know what? Let me keep it within the social registered network. Um, like, why would I want to send it to be an island tip if I'm not part of a separate meeting? So social register becomes that uh, component for your business. Yeah, it's a community. So once you build those relationships with people <coughs> you know mm -hmm. and people who are on the same journey as you and people who are maybe two, three steps ahead of you, you build a community of mm -hmm. a way that you can connect and collaborate in so many different ways, but also offer support to one another. So community is important to you basically because you're bringing people together, collaborating, building relationships and bringing in business together, growing together. Well, life is hard. Life is hard personally and professionally, mm -hmm. and community is so much needed personally and professionally. Good point. Because it can be a lonely space, personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. Entrepreneurship is mainly, you know, all alone. And so having a community that you can lean on for advice, to bounce ideas on, you know, bounce ideas to each other. Also, if there's days when you wake up and you're like, what am I doing? Am I, you know? I say that every day. Where, where am I? <laughs> What am I doing? Is this all worth it? What not? And then you have a community that, you know, they knock on your door or they text you and they're like, girl, this, this is how it is. And this is why you're doing it. They remind you of your impact and your mission. You know, I think it's great. So we're having, um, we're having a holiday party here at Sticky Pie Studio for mm -hmm. basically the problem solver and Sticky Pies. If there's, you know, that people want to come out, we're doing that, the ugly sweater holiday party. So we're inviting all these people to come out. And it's kind of the same thing. Actually, Sticky Pies at the studio kind of is a community as well of having different podcast mm -hmm. people that are sharing and educating the public and creating relationships and building upon their network. So we're inviting holiday, you know, holiday people. So I appreciate you. I know you're sending out an email. And you said, I said, how many people did that uh, party invitation go to? How yeah. many people did you say? Um, over 2,000. So if you're part of a business and you want to network and you're, and you're a member and you're basically emailing 2,000 people, I mean, even if 10 people show, 20 people, mm -hmm. that's 10, 20 people that probably I wouldn't normally have you know, yeah. at the event. So, I mean, I think the key is to leverage. Um, I think sometimes in life you have to leverage different things, right? So you're yeah. leveraging a bank sometimes to buy a home. You're leveraging social register mm -hmm. in a positive way to basically, you know, uh, build relationships, to bring in clients and to meet good people as well. You know, yeah. so I think it's important. And I think that's what builds that community. 
And it's really about leveraging others for visibility and exposure. So now I tap into your network, you tap into my network. That's mm -hmm. what it's all about. You mentioned uh, when you wanted to buy the social register, you were involved in it for 10 years. Like, What made you decide that you want to buy it? Like, What was like deep um, down in your gut? Like, What was the reason why? I think because I, I love community and I already had a vision as to where I can see social register going, um, I, I wanted to make sure I was the one who was going to implement that. Um, and that's why I did it. I was like, I can do this. I love community. I love bringing people together. <coughs> I was already doing mm -hmm. it. And I saw the vision of expanding nation nationwide. So what is your vision? I mentioned, you know, I did a little Facebook post before I came in here saying, Mary Grace <laughs> is taking over the world, taking nationwide <laughs> social register networks and be in every city. Stand yeah. by, get ready. <laughs> you should send that a link right now. Join today. Um, what, I mean, I think it's, it's an awesome thing, you know, to have a little map and every location that you're at. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's great. So what is your vision to basically to create these, to create this community nationwide? Yeah. Sounds My vision is to bring business owners and entrepreneurs together no matter where you are. And eventually we'll have some massive events throughout the year where you guys can come together in person. Um, there's so many opportunities outside of our community, but also we can share with the world. There's opportunities here in Vegas that mm -hmm. we can bring here. And so that's my, my mission. It makes me nervous. Like, you know, taking over so much territory. Um, maybe the problem solver has to be in every single, you know, we need a problem solver in every state. We can. Problem solver New York. Problem solver Las <laughs> Vegas. Problem solver Los Angeles. Yeah. Kind of like that. And what's wonderful about that is, see, you mentioned that. That is an opportunity. Wherever I go. The members go. It's so, opportunity for your members, yes. which have businesses, yeah. to build relationships and to bring in business and to network with, find other people. Yeah, exactly. Because I do believe at the event that you have very good people that are there. You know, they're very mindful and business and community and friendly and, you know, they're good people. Yeah, it's people who really want to give back and create those meaningful connections and build a quality network for themselves. What kind of um, value would you say that Social Register Network provides business owners specifically? Like, what's the top three values, would you say? Uh, the connection, the visibility, and the community aspect, which is the community slash support. Okay. And who would you say Social Register Network basically serves when we talk about the community and also solving problems like I'm trying to basically do on a daily basis, who does it serve? How is it helping the community in general? In your um, it serves, to me, at heart, small business. Okay. Small business and entrepreneurs. Uh, banding together to <coughs> create this community and helping each other, but also give them opportunities to things that are larger than ourselves when we band together. So by banding, by banding together, small business owners be actually you could probably create greater things. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're, if you're a small business, how else would you do that? How do you become that big business unless you, you grow your network, right? Yeah. And, and you grow your community of, yeah. of people that also could influence and their spirit and influence to bring in business, right? Exactly. You know, one thing to share with you is kind of interesting twist. So I've been here 20 years, and mm -hmm. even though I was a police officer for 17 years, I was very entrepreneurial. And when I came out here, I also got involved. Actually, I met a guy when I was a cop who got into an accident and he was driving a beautiful Mercedes, was up in Dragon Ridge and Henderson. I'm like, what do you, I used to always ask people, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living, right? You should have uh, been that guy on TikTok. There's a guy who does that. I know. <laughs> Even the lawyer, uh, which one? There's a guy who does that, who asks people who oh, have yeah, drive nice cars. Drive what, like, do what, what do you do, do to basically get the money? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I was the cop asking people like, what did you, um, 
what do you do for a living? Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I was asking because I was like, maybe I should be doing something else, right? Maybe I should be doing yeah. something on the side. <laughs> or if someone's like one person I met once, they own a bunch of McDonald's. Yeah. And I, was, I just oh, started cool. asking questions. like, mm -hmm. And, and you, you kind of learn from different people, right? <clears throat> this particular guy was doing mortgages. And I kind of hooked up with him later on. And then I got involved in mortgages and real estate. Started doing some real estate investing. But if it wasn't for me as a cop meeting that guy, you know, yeah. um, I probably wouldn't be involved in real estate as much. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you meet certain people at certain times. But it's a way of you growing, you know, in general. Yeah. But what I wanted to share with you was eventually people talk about like B&I and Latip and these other groups. And then you have different people in the group. And I've always wanted to be involved. I've always wanted to succeed with those groups. The problem is they only allow one person, right? The one mortgage agent, the one realtor. I mean, there's no reason for a cop to be part of B&I meeting. <laughs> but, you know, there's always one of each, right? Mm -hmm. And the problem is you never could get in. If I was trying to do real estate, I couldn't get into a group. And then they would say, you have to start your own group. I'm like, oh my God, now I got to start my own group. I don't even know what I'm doing. Uh -huh. I'm lucky I'm showing up every Tuesday morning at 730 in the morning and making it on time. Yeah. Not getting pulled over and getting a ticket and getting arrested. Yeah. <laughs> it was difficult because the realtor and the mortgage agent was always taken. Yeah. And then you have to go to some group up in the northwest or the northeast and so on. So what's great about the social register network, I think, is that it doesn't matter. There could be 20 realtors. I mean, you don't have to like network with them or be friend, pal, you know, you know, do you have to talk with them so much you can invest time <laughs> in other places but at least everybody can go yeah. and you build relationships as you go because I can't go to a B&I meeting because everybody basically is a realtor yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I, and then I started looking into the tip and it's the same situation so you're lucky if you can get into one of those groups because they all work as like a sales force which, so it's a different model yeah. You know, but what's great about social register network that anybody can join, right? There's no limitation, right? Yeah, no, there is no limitation because what except we've... the ex cops they can't join. <laughs> no, you can't join anymore. <laughs> um, the beauty of it is that you are not re so those groups. I love those groups. They're great for other um, certain industries, right? Okay. Um, but the thing is, if you meet a realtor. And you meet you meet one realtor today, and you meet the another one tomorrow. You may relate more to the one tomorrow, not the one you met today. Mm -hmm. So, why the reason why we have I think our real estate numbers are like four hundred realtors in our directory um, is because you're going to relate to maybe four of them, five of them. You're not going to relate to all five of them. You're not going to five hundred of them. You're mm -hmm. not going to want to build a relationship with all of them. Um, so, I believe in creating a meaningful connection building a relationship so that you build a like and trust factor. Mm -hmm. And then when you're sending introductions, it's a warm introduction. It's not required. Like I'm just not sending you um, introductions. And I don't even know who you are. I only know what you do. Mm -hmm. um, well, here's a good question for you. So I'm always trying to solve problems in network. What, off the top of your head, what people, could be a lawyer, a doctor, who is in your group that actually could help people in the community? If, like if, you had a, if you had to name like a few people, name some of your members that you feel almost giving them a shout out that they actually, a little bit different because I'm doing things more of a nonprofit way, right? Like mm -hmm. I got a phone call before like um, from my public relations person says um, someone's homeless and you know what should I do? I stop with them. They need help. And I said call 211, United Way. Yeah. It's, they'll let you know where to go and stuff like that or, you know, for a nonprofit component or someone gets an accident, injury, arrested or evictions, who do you have in your group? that helps people where it's not just about business? Um, I have several people. So I have the legal network, which is <coughs> one of our corporate members out here in Las Vegas. And so we tap into that network all the time. Anytime someone is 
in trouble okay. for whatever the reason is. We tap into that. But then I have several members who outside of their business, that's what they want to do. They want to support the community. And help. Yes. And I believe that the way we market and the, the verbiage that we use and the way that we position ourselves as leaders in Social Register Network, it attracts the same kind of people, the people who want to give back to the community. So when you ask me to name a few, there's hundreds of them because we attract those kind of people. If you're a local business, and you mentioned the legal network, I know that mm -hmm. they wanted to expand the Las Vegas legal yeah. network. What, um, I guess my question is, what are the next chapters, and how does that look for someone like the Las Vegas legal network for them to go into other states with your chapters? How would that work for a small local business or like the legal network? How does that work when you start going to other chapters? How does that play out? They become a corporate sponsor. How does that work? Mm -hmm. So we have different levels of membership. So if you're just wanting to network strictly in your community, we have a membership for that. But okay. then we have a membership that will help you network nationwide. Um, and, and it'll enable you, just like Las Vegas Legal Network, if they wanted to host an event in D.C. because they're trying to tap into that network, we could go and fly there and he can host an event. Um, and we'll just contact our chapter president or our director out there, and then you would host the event out there. So... We have different levels in regards to what are your business needs. Are you looking to expand out here? Um, I always tell our members, don't close it off just because you think you are just niche down to our community. Um, because sometimes it's not about the sale. It's not about that. It's about the visibility and building relationships with people outside of our community. We can learn so much from other people outside of here, too. Where are your next chapters? So you said Washington, D.C. is set up right now? Yep. Okay. Uh, D.C. opened up in July. Orange County, California, we're opening in February. And then we're looking at Sacramento, San Diego, <coughs> Seattle. Nashville mm. is on the list and a couple of places in Texas for this year. So Orange County. California. In February, right? Yes. And San Diego when? Um, I'm hoping in Q2. Okay. Orange County, San Diego. Um, and you're basically, even though there's a... Uh, a what do you call it, a chapter president, right? Yeah. You basically overseeing the entire nationwide operation of the networks, right? Of the yeah. Social so myself and my headquarter team, so I have an events manager and then a operations manager and then my husband, uh, we oversee the entire network. Mm -hmm. And then we have a chapter president here in Las Vegas, which is Dan Morrell, and he handles all of Vegas business networking events. Okay. And then in DC, I actually have a couple of chapter directors who have come together to build that community. Um, <coughs> then Orange <coughs> County is actually, my husband and I were, were the ones spearheading that. Okay. Um, and the same with San Diego. So when it gets further, like Nashville, we actually have someone else who's going to run that for us because there's no way that we can be traveling every all those day. Places? Yeah. Okay. So Orange County um, is next, and then San Diego. I like that. I'm just kind yeah. of creative idea thinking in my head here. Problem solvers going to Orange County and San Diego. And Sacramento. I have someone who wants us to try it out there, so mm -hmm. I'm looking to do a pop-up mixer in January. When you when you pick a different location like Orange County, San Diego, like what would be like you're saying Sacramento, like maybe maybe it would work out, it wouldn't. Like why would you think that? Because every community would want to have a community a social registered network, but is it certain like geographics or demographics? What, what's your thoughts about that? Like, it's do you think it may not work in certain areas like New York? Oh, no. New York's on our list. Got it. Yeah, that's one of my husband's main cities that he chose. Um, the reason why we're very selective is because a lot of people think that they need it there, mm -hmm. but then there's not a influx of business owners there because the networking is for business owners. It's not just for anybody. Um, so... One of my strategies is to do pop-up mixers in different cities where members have, re you know, members who have joined say, hey, I would love to have one out here. 
I love what you're doing in Vegas and DC, okay. bring it out here. Um, and so that's how we try it out. But Orange County was always like one of the main main cities that we wanted. So to I wanted to ask you what events coming up, which is the big thing. Um, mm-hmm. I just looked at my calendar. So March 17th, technically yeah. March 17th in June and September, I know that myself, the problem solver, basically will be doing a an event for Social Register. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me as I cough. And then basically we're going to do like an event here, yeah. which we've done one event before, which I actually really do like how it played out, where we basically had different members come on for every, you know, for 15 minutes. Yeah. It was 15, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And basically talk to them. It was kind of like a, a marathon, a little bit of social register network members. I think I'll give them an opportunity. Then the video basically goes live. I thought it was really cool. They loved actually, it. They really enjoyed yeah. it. I think it was a cool experience. I think here at Sticky Buzz Studio, I think it gives a really good experience. People like, I laugh because I actually had... um. Uh, Chris Henderson from uh, the Richard Harris Law Firm mm-hmm. was on the show, I think, two weeks ago. And he's kind of a quieter guy. And he was taking some pictures of the studio and at the end. And he, we, did the, we did it. And I felt it went really well. And I think I do a pretty decent job with interviewing people. And then when he left, he, he was kind of quiet. And the next day, he was like, it was great. You know, I watched the video. We went back mm-hmm. and forth. You know, it was a great conversation, you know. And he liked it. He's like, I, I want to do it again. So it's kind of <laughs> funny. So I guess here, um, myself and Chase, the, the amazing, good-looking engineer that's here, for somehow we're making uh, experiences for people on the Problem Solver Show. And it's great to get information and learn about people as well. Um, so besides the events, March 17th here, then June and September for the Problem Solver at Sticky Puss Studio, we'll invite people. So just a heads up for anyone that's listening, we'll get the dates out. Um, what else do you have coming up uh, specifically that you want to tell people or invite people to? Yeah, so in Vegas, uh, we always have a networking mixer every single month. In all of our chapters, we always have a networking mixer. So our chapter president handles all of our business events. But it has allowed, since I've freed up some time, since he's taken over that, uh, it has allowed me to create some community events and some really fun and social events for our members to tap into. So actually, next Sunday, we have a event for the community no admission. It is to benefit three squares. So we're asking for a suggested donation of canned goods. Um, December nineteenth. <coughs> it is called Jingle Alleyway, and it's for the kids. Bring the kids. Bring the family. Um, it's at Vegas Test Kitchen. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but basically the owner um, purchased this space, and she features different chefs every day. So you can is it order every day. Every day. And every day, you know, I, I think I passed by. I was a little bit confused. So every day there's a different chef that's cooking. Yeah. It's, it's well, on it's, Fremont, right? It's like four to five different chefs. Every day. Yeah. And sometimes it'll be there for like for three days or for five days. You know, I always thought I'm pretty friendly with, uh, I met with Tingle Labs. And they mm-hmm. do a, I always feel like it's almost like a secret kitchen at one of the places. And actually he's going to probably help me with the event for Thursday mm-hmm. at the holiday sweater, ugly sweater event mm-hmm. here at Sticky Paw Studio. Um, but I always thought it was like similar in general, but it must be different. So they have a few different chefs cooking food. You pay for it, but it's different foods. Yeah. Every day, different people? Yeah. I well, don't know, every day. I, usually it's every day. Um, <coughs> but the concept is these are award-winning chefs. These are chefs that were featured on Top Chef, Iron mm-hmm. Chef, and they are able to put up their menus and they're raising capital to launch their own restaurant. So awesome. we're having our event there featuring, I think, seven chefs. We're going to have Santa there, live music, hot cocoa, cocktails. What day is this? It is December 19th, okay. 12 o'clock to 4 p.m. What day is December 19th? Saturday? It's a Sunday. A Sunday? Okay, great. I got the flyer as well and I want to put it down on my schedule. Okay, so December 19th, 12 to 4 Sunday, basically to come out. For a great event. And what is it? You just pay for food? 
Yep, just pay for your food and your drinks. So if someone's not a social register member, mm -hmm. can they still come to that event? They could come to that event. It is a community event. Oh, by the way, so how much does it normally cost? If I don't, you don't have to talk about pricing, but I mean, no, okay, so let's put it this way. So if someone wants to attend a local network event, it normally does cost money. Yes. So okay. if you're a non-member, non you can attend twice, and it's about forty to fifty dollars. It changes. So twice you can go free. You can no. You can attend twice as a non-member, whether you pay oh, okay, or not. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you can come twice as a non-member. You can pay, but after two times, you'd have to become a member. Yeah, it's only fair to our members who are paying for a membership. Got it. Good point. I didn't really know the whole just of that part. <laughs> but if I'm a member and I want to bring someone as a guest, it's the same thing, is it? Same thing. They, your guests can attend twice <coughs> as a non-member, and then after that, they must become a member. Okay, great. So the bottom line is you got to become a member. Yeah. Right? To get access to all the benefits and the, all of the events. Well, I really appreciate your time coming on the show today. Basically, the bottom line is, is that you're helping businesses you know, increase their business, increase their influence in general, and to basically make a difference you know, in their future, you know, bringing in income and growing and succeeding. So I think it's awesome because everybody can come. There's no excuse. You have different events, whether it's online or in person. And uh, if you want to increase your business, I mean, they need to call you and sign up or come twice and feel it out, yeah. you know. And sometimes I feel you may need to do a few different events because just because if you went to the December 19th event, that's different than a that's social. That's not included. Yeah. So those are community events. Yeah. So community events are different. So if you're yes. going to do the events, you got to go to the, what, the, 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 business the major events. business events yeah. and probably even do if, you, if you're able to do a uh, virtual networking yep um, well the virtual networking you can pop in anytime and just pay a fee but the ones that you want to take advantage in our <coughs> at our in-person events mm -hmm. we have the mixer and then there's a workshop and then there's dinners that you can try so choose two and try it out got it great so again uh mary grace iniguez uh social register network mm -hmm. um thank you so much for coming on the show we'll get this out there we're gonna get people to the event december 19th people are gonna be invited for march 17th over here at sticky plus studio um, if someone needs to get in touch with you, I know we're going to have a little um, information on the screen, but what's your main number for them to call? What's the website to go to if they want to sign up for uh, going to two events or becoming a member? What, where do they have to go? Yeah, just go to socialregister.com, okay. and our phone number is very easy. It's 844-SRN4-BIZ. Awesome. So, anyway, we'll have you on the next show, and if not, um, may hopefully we see you Thursday for yeah. the um, Problem Solver Ugly sweater uh holiday port mix and mingle and podcast too uh this coming thursday so again thanks for coming on the show um, i'm david kohlmeyer the problem solver every single week i'm basically bringing amazing people like mary grace on the show you know educating people of what's going on in the community different events different things to get involved in the community uh, there's so many things that are going on even like these toy drives that are going on so i mean you if you want to participate uh, get with me, the problem solver. I could be reached 24 7. You can text me, you can call me, you can go to the Progressive Web app. I'm 702 400 7474. Again, 702 400 7474. The problem solver.vegas. You can go online. Tons of information, tons of resource. You can follow me on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff out there. So, anyway, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us and be safe.